Let's do this. Acne is not any one person's fault for any one reason. It's not because you have a bad diet or you don't wash your face or anything like that. Acne at its core is a hereditary disorder. The best foundation for great makeup is great skin. On point. We are back with another episode of On Point. Today we have a special guest, manager of education of face reality, Alex Hernandez. Hi, Alex. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. I am so excited. I've been looking forward to this. I've always been fascinated with the skin, skin care, all that stuff. I feel like it's really become popular over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's definitely become more a part of everyday life and yeah. not just a luxury. Totally. First, tell us kind of about what you do. Tell us about face reality. So face reality is actually, we'll be turning 17 this year. We oh, started wow. in 2005. We were founded by our co-founder, Laura Cooksey. She herself is an esthetician. She was suffering from acne. This was probably back in the 90s when she was still a massage therapist. She herself was suffering from acne and was having just a hard time clearing. So she found an esthetician that ended up clearing her. So she kind of, you know, found her calling at that point. So she went to aesthetic school and opened up her own business. She officially founded us in 2005 in San Leandro. And then I know you guys also do products too. So you guys actually have like a clinic where people can come in and get acne treatments, but you guys also anywhere around the world, you can order products. Is that correct? Yeah. So we started with the Face Reality Acne Clinic and she was just having great success locally. But then so many estheticians were asking her like, hey, you know, what are you doing to clear your clients? Like your results are amazing. So Face Reality Skincare was born in 2010. So she started coming up with all of the protocols and products and she shared her knowledge at that point with, you know, estheticians across the country. Wow, that's awesome. And what exactly is your role? What's your story? So I actually heard about face reality before I was ever an esthetician. So I had a coworker that went there and got clear. He was suffering from moderate to severe acne. So he had quite a bit of acne that he was, you know, was affecting his self-esteem and he wanted to get worked on. So he went right around the corner on his lunch breaks. So he would always come back and tell us about his services. And then I went to aesthetic school in 2016. So I've been an esthetician since then and I kept going at the spa I was working at, but we did more so like relaxation, just kind of general services. So I wanted to really get out there and, you know, make more of a difference. And it just so happened that Face Reality was hiring. I lived 10 minutes away, so it worked out perfectly. How did Face Reality grow to what it is today? Yeah, so we, you know, just from Laura having this clinic so many years, we have over a 90% success rate Uh and our products are very customized. So no matter if it's someone, uh, no matter what your skin type is, like dry, oily, normal, or if you have moderate to severe, even mild acne, Mm -hmm. Uh, we can we can basically help you. It's just unfortunate that when someone thinks of acne, estheticians aren't always their first choice. You think you'll you know go to the drugstore and try all kinds of stuff, or you'll go to a dermatologist and get a prescription. But you know those kind of things are like one size fits all. That's where we come in, uh, where we have you know several different cleansers, several different exfoliating acids, all kinds of products, so we can really customize a regimen that's going to work for our clients based on their skin type and their acne type, and we can keep their skin healthy throughout the clearing journey. And what's the difference between a dermatologist and an esthetician? Yeah, so dermatologists, they're actual doctors of the skins, but they focus more on diseases and disorders of the skin. And estheticians, all we focus on is, you know, skin conditions, skin disorders, and products. So that's where our strength really comes in, where dermatologists don't really learn a lot about ingredients or products. Okay, they're more wide scope where you guys are really just focused on that. Yeah, exactly. We definitely can't treat everything that a dermatologist can, of course, but if you want some more kind of like one-on-one time and you want a little bit more help with your actual skin health and your skincare journey, 
were definitely your go-to. What separates you guys from like a proactive? Yeah, so proactive and things like it are really just kind of like one, two, three steps that's going to work for anyone and everyone. But that's just not realistic, especially when you're treating acne because no one person is the same. Everyone has different skin types and skin conditions, more dry, normal, oily. So those same like three-step regimens, they just... They don't work for everyone. You have to become more customized if you want to see, you know, actual long-lasting results in your skin to remain healthy throughout your clearing period. For instance, just looking like at our cleansers. We have our Ultra Dental Cleanser, which is good for anyone. And then we have our Mendelic Wash. That's going to be good for someone who's a little more normal to oily skin. Maybe they have some pigmentation or some fungal acne. And then we have our Acne Wash, which is going to be good for someone that's uh, really oily and they have inflamed acne. So based on, you know, your skin type and your mm-hmm. acne type, we have a couple different things to customize each step of the way. I don't know how many times I've heard someone like, oh, your, your skin's not that bad. But when that person's looking in the mirror, their skin is the worst thing they've ever seen. So it's yeah. really important to just, you know, remain empathetic and uh-huh. make sure we're taking um, what you see in the mirrors into, into it. Account. Into the, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, totally. So how do people go about ordering your products? So say if I lived in New York City, obviously I can't go in and meet an esthetician where they could look at my skin. Is there something where you could go online and something virtual? Yeah, so actually if you go to the Face Reality Skincare website, the first thing you'll see is find a pro. You can go to the store locator, type in your address, and you'll see, you know, tons of estheticians in your area. Because where we have this clinic in Danville, California, we can help everyone locally. We also have trained Face Reality certified experts across the country. Pretty much no matter where you are, there is a trained professional near you. If you don't want to go in person or you can't, many of them also offer virtual services. That's great. That's great to know. You guys are 99% effective. What is in your products that kill acne? Yeah, so we basically have two classes of products. We have active and inactive. Inactives are going to be things that just maintain your skin health overall. So like cleansers, toners, moisturizers, and sunscreens. Your active products are going to be one of our exfoliating acids and a benzoyl peroxide product. So our we have several different exfoliating acids that are pretty well known, like salicylic, glycolic, retinol. Mm-hmm. But really our main product that we recommend, we call it our liquid gold, is L-mandelic acid. But we love to start with l Mandelic because it pretty much does everything. It's antifungal, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, it's exfoliating, it lightens pigment. So it's pretty much kind of a one-stop shop. Wow, that sounds amazing. Let's switch gears. What are the latest skincare trends? And it doesn't have to be just face reality. I know we could talk face reality all day. Yeah, so something that's become really popular, luckily, in the last probably year or so is cold rolling because, you know, as part of working with acne clients is a lot of inflammation, a lot of discomfort. So icing is something we've always recommended. Mm -hmm. So I'm super happy to see that, you know, everyone is purchasing cold rollers nowadays because it really helps to just, it sounds old fashioned, but icing and just really cooling down those inflamed lesions. It's a really underrated product. Does cold rolling help with anything other than inflammation? So definitely good for inflammation, but even just like the act of rolling your skin is really good for circulation. I thought I read something also that it's good with wrinkles. Is that true or no? It can be. It's usually more so like if you're rolling over a serum, the serums is what is what is really good for lines and wrinkles. Um, Oh, is that what you would recommend? Put a serum on before you roll? My favorite thing to roll over is either like a hydrating gel or like a hydrating mask. See, that's so good to know because I actually purchased your guys's hydro gel. The oh, hydro gel. perfect. The hydro balance. I have really been liking it. So I've been doing it as not like a primer, but before I put on makeup, this feels refreshing. So after I put that on, could I do the roller? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. What are some of the best products? For acne or just in general? Both. <laughs> 
Both? Okay. For in general, and for acne as well, yeah. just making sure you're using things, you know, chock full of humectants and antioxidants um, and peptides, things that are really just going to support overall skin health. Even when we're looking at treating an acne client, first and foremost, we want to make sure the skin is healthy. So to making sure that you're having, you have tons of hydration and moisture in their routine, which are two different things, hydration and moisture. We want to make sure there's plenty of water in the skin and plenty of oil in the skin. And then of course, always SPF, especially if you you've ever suffered from acne you want you always think that you have to stay away from oil you should always go oil free everything uh-huh. but you need a healthy balance of water and oil in your skin in order for it to function properly so having um, enough water in the skin and enough oil keeps your barrier functioning so it can you know protect you from the outside world and it keeps your skin in its optimal health if you're missing one of those things especially when you're missing oil and you're getting like that dry flaky skin it opens you up for other skin conditions so not only can it worsen acne you can get like contact dermatitis and all kinds of things that are caused by that no that irritation on point is brought to you by vagaro an all-in-one management software for businesses specializing in beauty fitness and wellness vagaro also helps people find those amazing service providers near them if your business would benefit from vagaro's booking payments payroll reporting and marketing features visit sales.vagaro.com for more information and if you're looking to book some you time, visit vagaro.com. You focus on acne. That's what face reality is all about. How is acne treated differently today than how it was in the past? I love to see that there's more and more brands offering kind of like regular skincare products for acne and a lot more lifestyle guidance around acne. I think before we, you know, especially before estheticians really became popular, that everyone was on antibiotics for acne. Everyone, I think everyone did proactive back in the day. Yes. So I'm really glad now that there is a lot more lifestyle guidance around acne. People are really starting to take notice that you need to heal your skin from the inside out. There is a lot of diet involved. There's a lot of lifestyle involved. So I'm really glad that that is more common knowledge now and more Uh accepted. Totally. Like, I feel like that was never talked about, like, even 10 years ago. It's honestly one of the joys of social media. Yeah. Is that there's so many more outlets for people to, you know, talk about skin, talk about skincare and products and ingredients. Mm -hmm. You know, don't do everything you see on social media. But there's a ton of information out there that wasn't as readily available 10 years ago. How much is too much? Because I know I've heard sometimes, you know, if you put too much on your skin, even though it's good, it can still cause breakouts. Yeah. So if you're using too much of something say an exfoliating acid um, and you're just not you know backing it up with hydration and moisture keeping your skin healthy if you're over exfoliating that can damage your skin's barrier and once that that barrier is damaged that can lead to more breakouts and more skincare concerns Mm. so even though it's a great exfoliating scrub or an acid using too much of that without properly hydrating and protecting your skin afterwards can lead to even more issues. Okay, like once a week, twice a week? It really just depends. And this is where it helps to be under the care of an esthetician because we do have scrubs in our line. um, And someone with, you know, really tough skin and really severe non-inflamed acne, like the little bumps under the surface. Yeah. Maybe Uh, we have... What is that called? Non-inflamed acne, like little whiteheads and black... Technically called comedones, but the little whiteheads and blackheads. (laughs) Uh, But that person may be able to use a scrub every day or two three times a week um and someone with you know dry skin that you know doesn't really suffer from any non-inflamed acne maybe they don't need a scrub at all when it comes to exfoliating acids it really just depends on the brand that you're working with and the skin condition that you're trying to treat so for our clients they use an exfoliating serum twice a day 
And then if you're using, maybe using another brand or you're just using one of our retinols, maybe you only use that like two, three times a week. Got so it just it. really depends on your skin and what yeah. you want to fix. I'm Honestly, I'm guilty of it too. I'm a product junkie. So I'll see something. It sounds cool. looks cool. I'll use it. I'll use too much of it and end up messing up my face because I, I know it works for me, but. I know, you know but we want to try it's, it. It's hard. You we wanna, fall into the trap. I know. Yeah. I'm sure you get this question all the time within the last year or two, but let's dive into Masni. Oh, yeah. Um, luckily, I think it's been getting a little better with mask restrictions, you know, loosening up a little bit in some places. But, you know, even here where we're still wearing masks every, yeah. day, every day we're out in public, there's still a lot of mask knee going around. It's actually caused and called acne mechanica, which is kind of ac- actually what it sounds like. It's just acne caused by friction. Okay. Friction, heat, and bacteria. Um, so it's really hard to avoid, especially for like our healthcare workers that are wearing like really tight. N95 masks all day, things like that. They're definitely getting the worst end of it. Um, But what we can do is, you know, throughout the day when you can take off your mask, spritz it with alcohol or some type of like salicylic toner. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not like changing your mask throughout the day, um, if you say you have to keep on your N95 all day, you only get one, spritz it with alcohol when you can. We can also do something like a sulfur spot treatment. Um, If you have a lesion underneath the skin, making sure that we're treating it with sulfur just to kind of soothe the inflammation. Because the mask rubbing on that inflammation can, it gets uncomfortable and it can mm-hmm. make it worse. And just making sure your skin is just really moisturized and really healthy underneath can help. Okay. And that's mostly for the discomfort of wearing the mask throughout the day. How often should a person change their mask? And what are your thoughts on cloth masks? No, yeah, there's definitely a couple of things there to unpack. So disposable masks, we've noticed, can cause even more irritation. Oh, more th- than the yeah, cloth. Yeah, I think it's just because like oh. they're, they're a little rough. Um, so if you are wearing disposable masks, making sure to change those out every single day. Don't reuse them. Every day. Yeah. Oh, okay. You have a collection in your car right now. You don't even want to (laughs) know. Yeah, it's hard, but changing out, especially the disposables every day, spritzing it throughout the day if you can. And sorry, repeat that for me. What am I spritzing? Even the disposable one? Yeah. If you're like wearing that same one throughout the day, it's like a long, like eight hour work day. Yeah. So you can spray it with just like regular alcohol or if you have like some type of antibacterial toner, it usually has like salicylic acid in it. You can spritz it with that too. Okay. And then for the cloth masks, if you're wearing just like regular material cloth, make sure you're not washing them with, you know, fragrance detergent, no dryer sheets, no fabric softeners. Those can all make acne worse. And then really what we recommend is like the silk masks. Because they, you know, they have the least amount of friction. And that's really the issue with acne mechanica is that friction. So like this, the silver line silk mask, those mm-hmm. are really the way to go. That makes a lot of sense because I know even like hair people say, oh, like use silk pillowcases or silk bed sheets because they help with, you know, your skin and your hair. Yeah, mm. same idea. So silk mask, that's where we're at. Okay. So if we do get it, what should we do? I would treat it just like having acne, just like regular acne. I would, you know, seek out an esthetician and see what kind of products you can get. I had even, for instance, in my own family, I think I had three cousins um, that I put on Face Reality just because they were getting mask me. Mm-hmm. Never had an issue before, but, you know, once the pandemic hit, they started getting mask me. Yeah. So I treated it just like I would any other acne client. I looked at their skin type, looked at their acne type and severity and put them on a full regimen. You are giving us all these amazing tips. I love it. Thank you. Okay, so what products can we mix? 
so you there's a couple things just like rule of thumb you don't want to mix like vitamin c and retinol you don't want to mix retinol and benzoyl peroxide um but other than that um i know cocktailing is another really popular uh skincare trend going on but there's a lot you can layer rather than mixing together so you can always layer like an exfoliating serum and a hydrating serum hydrating gel a moisturizer so there's a lot of things that can be used together it's just a matter of knowing those like couple of things that you shouldn't so vitamin c and retinol can counteract with each other and just be a little too active to play nicely and then same thing with retinol and benzoyl peroxide because especially for our line we have both of those ingredients they could both be used at night together we want to make sure that if you are using them together like you would put on a retinol and give your skin 15 minutes before you put on the benzoyl peroxide just because again they're both really active and they can kind of counteract with each other Okay, I'll make sure to stay away from mixing those. Alex, can you go ahead and walk us through a perfect step-by-step face routine? So it may sound a little long, but it's kind of- Give it to us. Yeah, it's just all regular skincare, so you get used to it. So for the morning, it would be cleanse, tone, exfoliating serum, optional hydrator, so your hydrobalance, uh, for sure moisturizer for everyone, and then sunscreen. And don't mix your moisturizer and sunscreen. Make it two steps. And then night routines, much the same. Uh, cleanser, toner, your exfoliating serum, optional hydrator, so your hydrobalance, and then acne med would go last, so that benzoyl peroxide. Okay. Let's talk about toner because I feel like that's kind of a new thing too. Yeah. I mean, I've worked with a couple of different skincare brands. Um, some say it's like absolutely mandatory. You have to use it. I worked with another skincare brand I was like ah, oh, you're fine uh, you don't need to use that at all it's just an extra step for ours our toners are really targeted so of course they're going to help to rebalance your skin's ph after cleansing um, but like our moisture balance toner for someone who's dehydrated that's like a really necessary step to make sure they're getting as much hydration as possible mm-hmm. um, for our like South Sea toner. That's our salicylic acid toner. That is going to be really good for someone who has oily skin or someone that is suffering from acne rosacea. So we make sure that when we do provide a toner, it serves a purpose. Okay. I want to go ahead and talk about your favorite topic, sunscreen. All day, every day. Why is sunscreen on the face so important? I put a little quote here. I said, people tell me to even wear sunscreen when I'm inside. I said, why, Alex, in question? So the sun can be damaging in many, many different ways. So it can cause, you know, first and foremost, skin cancer. That's cellular death, you know, caused by the sun. So we want to avoid that as much as possible. But then other things like fine lines and wrinkles and pigmentation, lack of, you know, elasticity and collagen. It can break down over time, elasticity and collagen. So it can cause like sagging skin. So overall, it's kind of like your best anti-aging ingredient. Okay. Um, And every time you get a sunburn or you even get a tan, that's cellular damage so it's not something to be taken lightly really inside I think I saw this another esthetician made a post on Instagram for your indoor plants they're still thriving they're getting sunlight somehow so while you're inside even you want to have your SPF on definitely go out get your vitamin D but wear your sunscreen for sure to make sure you're protected from the worst of it (gasps) that is going to stick with me your indoor plants are still thriving. Oh my God. So good. What sunscreens would you recommend us use? Yeah. So there's definitely some that are more sunscreeny than 
others. That's usually like a really thick, like physical sunscreen. So like a zinc oxide, something like that. So you really just have to find one that works for you. There's so many on the market. So like our daily SPF 30, that's the one I use because I'm dry and it feels just like a moisturizer. It's really smooth and it blends in well. There are also, um, there's another one that I use that is from Just Fab. It's called, it's Zinc It Over. It's a spray sunscreen and that one comes in all kinds of good scents. So if you're someone who scents really bother you yeah if it's like that strong spf smell and you want something like a little more fruity there's tons of options out there okay good to know and then we don't put the sunscreen that we put on our body on our face as long as you're using a minimum of spf 30 you can use a face and body and then let's say we put our makeup on do we need to reapply sunscreen after we put on our makeup yeah that's where it gets tricky if you're going to be out and about you want to reapply your sunscreen every two hours so that's where things like color science they have it's like a powder stick um it's like a foundation spf and then the other one i was mentioning the zinc it over the spray good from just fab yeah that's another really good one so making sure that you find a product that's right for you no matter what kind it is or which one it is just something that you'll feel comfortable reapplying throughout the day there's a couple brands out there that have like a powdered one or a spray one there's a couple brands that do the spray so whichever method works best for you just whatever you'll feel comfortable reapplying So a little fun fact about popping pimples from northshore.org. Popping a pimple before it's fully formed will risk pushing the bacteria further into your skin and spreading it to other unaffected areas. Along with spreading the infection, popping your pimples may also lead to permanent skin damage and scarring. It's best to let the pimple heal, which should normally take about a week or two. This fun fact segment was brought to you by Figaro. What are some of the different acne types and causes? So when we look at acne, we're looking at inflamed and non-inflamed. So we break it down. I'm sure you've heard like grade one, two, three, four, five acne. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like how we learn it in school. Okay. Um, and that's what a lot of doctors work with. But to simplify, because we're working with, you know, the general public, we work with non-inflamed and inflamed. Inflamed is going to be anything with, you know, inflammation. So like large cystic lesions that are underneath the skin, papules and pustules that are on the surface of the skin. With inflamed and non-inflamed acne, much of it stays the same. There are some things that change. So especially when you're working with inflamed acne, like cystic lesions, the first thing we want to do is calm it down. So we want to make sure we're using tons of anti-inflammatories. So even like the L-mandelic acid, it's going to be exfoliating and it's um, anti-inflammatory to help calm it down. Mm-hmm. And then even something like a sulfur spot treatment. Okay. Um, sulfur is anti-inflammatory itself. And then ours in particular has a peptide called Nutrizen. Nutrizen really helps to calm it down, but also heal it at the same time. And then uh, non-inflamed is the other one that yes. we work with. So this is going to be, you know, blackheads. Um, so these are comedones open and closed comedones so it's either like an open blackhead or like the little white ones you see underneath the surface of the skin those are non-inflamed acne and they can be a little harder to treat sometimes they take a little longer to clear and we may need to get a little bit more aggressive also adding in like a physical exfoliant like a scrub those are how we classify acne those two types what about blackheads in the nose is there a cure for that? Short answer is no. Okay. Um, you can definitely get regular blackheads in your nose. Most commonly what they are, though, are sebaceous filaments. They look like a blackhead. They can also look like a little hair almost. So when you extract those, they inevitably fill back up because what really it is, it's just a collection of, you know, dirt and oil in the pore. Uh-huh. Okay, so we just have to kind of get used to it. Yeah. Making sure you're exfoliating regularly and hydrating your skin can help with the appearance, but it's ultimately something that we'll all have. 
Okay, that's what I thought. What foods can make or break your skin? So what foods can make your skin worse? And what foods can help with acne? Yeah, there's a ton <laughs> that can make it worse and a ton that can help. So that's why it helps to uh, work with someone that can also give you that nutrition coaching. Just to name a few, dairy, soy, um, really high glycemic diet, so lots of sugar, or even diets really high in salt can all be cause internal inflammation, which is in turn bad for our skin. But there are so many different things that can make acne worse, and it's really hard to change your diet. That's like one of the hardest things for people yeah. to do. So really what we say is everything in moderation. So if you're having like dairy creamer every single morning, probably an issue, you should cut back. If you're having ice cream like two, three times a week, you're probably fine. So just making sure if you are eating one of those trigger foods that you're eating in a moderation, it's not an everyday thing. For things that you should be eating, just anything really high in antioxidants and insulin support and things that are just, you know, and in general really healthy for you so like leafy greens and things like that okay I want to kind of dive into hormonal acne because mm -hmm. I know at least for me personally whenever I'm about to start my period or I'm on my period I feel like I probably break out a little bit more than I do the rest of the month. Yeah, so this is something that many people experience. It's part of the reason I have makeup on today because I break out around my cycle too. Mm -hmm. um, it's really common and topically we'll treat it the same. So they'll still be on like the same acne safe, acne fighting routine. There's just a little bit more lifestyle that goes into it. So one of the big things we recommend for hormonal breakouts is taking a quality fish oil supplement. Fish oil helps oh. to balance out the hormones and reduce inflammation so that in turn is really good for hormonal breakouts and we could just get that at our local pharmacy like the caplets yeah so like in our clinic we retail the omega via brand we also really like the nordic naturals brand that could even be found at target okay so i have a question for you that came from one of our listeners they said i have perfect skin do i still need to wash my face and have an acne routine so if you're one of the lucky few that have perfect skin, <laughs> keep it that way. So okay. make sure you're doing, um, even if you don't have any skincare concerns, yes. just do like the basics. So like cleanse, tone, tone, moisturize, and SPF. So just making sure at the bare minimum you're cleansing and protecting your skin. And just wash your face. Yeah, please wash your face. <laughs> and add sunscreen. Yes, sunscreen every single day, please. Got it. What are the top products for 2022? Uh, we have a lot coming up on our Markham calendar. We're really talking... Um, Lots of hot topics like retinol, so like vitamin A's, brightening, vitamin C, um, ingredients like niacinamide. Those are all, they've even like from the last year become really, really popular. And I think, you know, as self-care and um, even just acne positivity continue to grow, we'll just talk through things like just making sure your skin is healthy and happy. So anything like real hydrating and moisturizing and protective ingredients. So even though we are a skincare brand that is, you know, here to clear acne, we want to make sure that people remember that you're perfect every step of the way. So even if you're looking at a before and after and you see like, oh, wow, that was really bad. Now it's really good. We want to really think about the journey. So every step of the way, even throughout the clearing process, just to know that, you know, you're beautiful the way you are, stay acne positive. We can get you to a point where your skin is clear and you've achieved those goals. Mm -hmm. But really just making sure that you, you know, stay positive throughout the entire experience. Mm -hmm. And know that other people are going through this as well. Yeah, I'm really glad to see a lot more people are posting openly on social media. Like the makeup free, filter free, everything. Just, you know, showing your breakouts. I've posted some pictures like that on Instagram too. Where I'll talk about like here are my hormonal breakouts, take some fish oil. Mm -hmm. um, so people are, you know, just posting more and more about it. Letting it be known that, you know, 
know, this is normal. Definitely. So say if our acne goes away, but we still have an acne scar, mm-hmm. what should we do about our scars? Yeah, so it depends. So there's, you know, like pigmentation kind of scarring, and then there's like textured scarring. For pigmentation, you can really focus on using... Um, you know, exfoliating products. So like retinols, Mandelic, things like that. Chemical peels are really good. If you have more textured scarring, you may need a series of like microneedling. And if you're in like California, like we are, you would go to a nurse for that, like a med spa. Um, But there's options for both. I want to comment too, when you said that you no longer have acne, you just have scarring left. A lot of people think that they'll use their routine, get clear, and they can stop using the routine. Uh Just making sure, you know, that This routine cleared you, so you need to stay on top of it to keep you clear because there's no cure for acne. We're just controlling it. Okay, so even though your skin's clear now, they think that sometimes they can go rogue. Yeah, that happens right? a lot. Oh, uh, okay, but then they have to go back to that routine. Yeah, it happens a lot. Face Reality, you guys are more than just products, so you guys also have a clinic where you guys do facials. Yeah, so um, we were closed during the pandemic. Originally, we were in San Leandro, but we just opened up this past July in Danville, California. So we're in our new location, our brand new clinic. It's beautiful. Uh, oh, yeah, you've been. Yes. Um, yeah, so we offer, um, we treat, we focus on acne, so we offer acne acne treatments and we retail all of our acne products there. We also have some complimentary products there um, that aren't face reality, but they complement the brand and they complement the routine. So we mm-hmm. sell some supplements there um, and we sell things like LED handheld lights and things like that. But mm-hmm. you can come in, schedule an appointment. We are on Vigaro. You can find us there and book a consultation, book a consultation and treatment. And you'll sit down with an esthetician that's licensed to the state of California, but they're also a certified acne expert on top of that. Really just be able to kind of assess everything going on get hands-on with you and just have you know a nice conversation about what it is that you know you'll need to do in order Mm -hmm. to clear I love it I went and I had a consultation and I also did a treatment with Mm -hmm. one of your guys's estheticians yeah and she was amazing and I actually ended up getting the sunscreen I got the gel like I said in the beginning and then I got the cleanser and I've been using it and I really do love it and I can't express it enough that I how much I love the gel that's one of my favorite products I think that's one of everyone's favorite products I really like it can we talk about chemical peels or facials that you recommend? Yeah, so we have a couple different options when you come into the clinic. We have, you know, just based on the condition that your skin is in and based on lifestyle factors like pregnancy, things like that, we have our acne peels, which are TCA-based. That's an acne peel that, um, you know, if you're pregnant or nursing, you can't get. They're blended acid peels, so they do multiple things at once, basically. They are TCA, almondelic acid, lactic acid, kojic acid, azelaic, and all of those things kind of work together to, you know, smooth out fine lines and wrinkles, pigmentation, texture. So they do a little bit of everything. And they're, of course, used to prep the skin for extractions. If you cannot receive a TCA-based peel, we also have our hydrating enzyme mask. This one is really good for everyone. So even if we have like a younger client coming in, someone who suffers from dry skin, this is another really great go-to. It's just like an enzyme mask. It's papaya-based. So the papaya enzymes go in and they kind of eat away all the dead skin cells to really smooth and brighten things. We also have a 20% lactic peel. That's really good for like a brightening protocol. Okay, so you don't necessarily need acne for these. In our clinic, we'll see you if you have acne or if you have any type of like acne scarring. 
But in general, they benefit like everything. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So anyone could come and get yeah. it. Yeah. So okay. acne is not like any one person's fault for any one reason. It's not because you have a bad diet or you don't wash your face or anything like that. Acne at its core is a hereditary disorder. So some people are just predisposed to experiencing acne breakouts and it mm-hmm. all starts in the pore. All acne starts the same. No matter if it ends up, you know, inflamed or non-inflamed, it all starts in the pore and it starts off as a microcomedone and it's basically a buildup of dead skin cells and oil. They, you know, come together and they create a little plug. That plug turns into, you know, the acne lesions that you see on the surface of your skin. Mm -hmm. There's definitely things in lifestyle like diet and not washing your face that can make this issue worse. But at its core, it is, you know, something that most people don't have any control over. So it's nothing to feel like guilty or shameful about. Uh You said something that stuck with me. You said it's hereditary. We get our skin and our acne from, let's say, our parents. Yeah, a lot of it can be hereditary. So it can run in families. There are those poor souls that kind of started off in their families. It didn't really present until them. Um, But there's, it's definitely, there's a, you know, hereditary factor to it based on genetics. Okay. This just put a light bulb in my head. What about like bacne or acne on the body? Yeah. So we actually do those treatments in the clinic and we have some products specific to that. Sometimes. Sometimes people can present with acne on face, chest, and back, or yeah. it's just the back. It just kind of depends on where your acne presents itself. On the back, we can usually get a little bit more aggressive in the things that we choose. We definitely make it an easier routine, so you're not doing that six-step routine on your back every single day, yeah, twice like, a day. What if someone can't reach it? Yeah, so we make it easier. So it's usually <laughs> just like a three-step routine once a day. Okay. Um, and we'll still use things like our, you know, our Mandelic serum. We have up to a 15%. is good for the back. And we can use like higher percentages of our benzoyl peroxide. A lot of people that struggle with doing the back routine, but there's like, there's like body spatulas. Oh, really? Yeah. For people who don't have help at home, there's like product applicators. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, like kind of like the back scratcher, but then you put like a little cloth on it. Yeah, basically you you do what you got to do. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Do you recommend Accutane? Officially? No. So it can be a last resort for some people and it can work for some people. Uh-huh. But again, it's there's no guaranteed cure for acne. There's people who go on Accutane, they get clear. Then a couple months, years down the road, they break out again. They have to get back on it. There's a lot of side effects to Accutane, okay. um, like severe side effects, like depression and suicidal thoughts, and even your skin becoming like so dry. It's yeah. like flaking and bleeding. Uh-huh. So it's like the very, very extreme end of treatment. But I recommend... You know, trying something like, you know, a normal, healthy skincare routine first. Okay. And really diving into any of, like, your diet and lifestyle factors. That's, like, the very, very last resort. Okay. So, Accutane is the very last resort. Those that are breaking out more are prone to that acne. Like, they have the, you know, hereditary disposition to suffer from retention hyperkeratosis. So... That's just what acne is called. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They may need something a little bit stronger. Yeah. Um, for some clients, we'll have them do just something basic because our products, you know, they're acne safe. So even if they're doing something basic, it's not going to hurt. So they'll do like cleanser, toner, moisturizer, sunscreen maybe. If they can handle exfoliating acids, we'll add in one of those. If they can handle benzoyl peroxide, we'll add that in as well. It can just be tricky because depending on, you know, even like the maturity of the client or how bad they want to clear versus how bad their parent wants them to clear. Yeah. It just depends on how serious and how advanced we make the routine for them. Okay. We're going to play a quick game. Okay. It's not going to be hard, I promise. It's called Taylor's Would You Rather, but I made it skin edition. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Would you rather never moisturize again or never tone again? 
Never tone. Would you rather give up using your face wash or give up using your body wash for the rest of your life? Body wash. <laughs> Would you rather only do your morning skincare routine or only your nighttime skin routine? Morning. SPF. Would you rather always have to sleep with your makeup on or never wear makeup again? Never wear makeup again. Would you rather have dry skin you can't even moisturize or have a very oily skin you can't blot? Oily. Would you rather never have a pimple again or never develop any wrinkles? Ooh. Um, never wrinkles. Would you rather have a lifetime supply of your favorite makeup product or a lifetime supply of your favorite skincare product? Oh, skincare all the way. Would you rather go out without moisturizer or go out without foundation? Foundation. Would you rather win a lifetime of weekly facials or win a lifetime of weekly full body massages? Gotcha on that one. I'll go massages. I can do my own facials. (laughs) Would you rather have bad skin for the rest of your life or bad breath? Bad breath. Last one. Here we go. Would you rather throw away your entire skincare collection or throw away your entire makeup collection? Oh, throw away the makeup. Yeah, I should have known. I, I was putting makeup because I was like mm, going back and forth, but skincare all the way. The best foundation for great makeup is great skin. That is so true. That is so true. Well, Alex, thank you so much for coming today. I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I learned about SPF and I feel like that's a great takeaway. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All day, every day. <laughs> Our goal is to always give you the content you didn't know you needed to know and to make sure you're always on point. I'm Taylor Burke. Thank you for listening.